I think we need to have some sort of update recording. Well, I do think we should have the update. I meant to say that yesterday when I listened to the Love is Blind when I was tanning. I... Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not I, understand your life, but go on. <laughs> I know. That's why we have an endless supply of things to talk about. <laughs> um, that I, I thought we should probably give an update since it wasn't quite so doing glue. Breaking news. We ended up back at the cancer doctor who treated him initially. You mentioned, I think you mentioned you were going to. Okay. So first he went to the one vet, then the one that we talked about. And then right. he saw our regular, like general vet mm-hmm. who had seen him forever. But he said that he had more tumors. Right. Okay. You did had. mention okay. that. Yes. On the chest. Yes. So chest like, oh. Right. So then Dave took him back to, for the follow-up at the cancer vet and got the cancer vet who treated him all along. Right. She said that those bumps were not actually tumors. So only the tumors the cancer vet found were tumors. Okay. And she said that she has actually seen dogs do really well with this chemo. And she's seen some live like three years. So she said, and she said there's possibility of radiation. There's all kinds of stuff. And we've. He would love that. He would be all about it. (laughs) He'd be all about it. So we started making his food. What? Mm-hmm. So Dave's house smells like I don't even know what it smells. It smells like death. Right. I okay. Um, but but it but his food. He loves his food. It's really good, and he's got all kinds of energy. And it's not that hard. It's food. That's why he loves it. I know, but it's like it's cat, not that our hard. Cat will eat anything. I know. We but, just open the bag, and she literally puts her face well, next yeah, to the whole, and Linda you can just pour it right too. into her mouth. Yeah, I'm just saying he might not be the most discerning eater. Well, he's a not. Person's ever had, but this is supposedly better for him. We're giving him CBD chews. Okay. We are, which he loves those. Right, and that's just how does that affect him? He I just wants to listen to the Almond Brothers more, yes, or what? Pretty much. Okay. It's like right. yeah, that's exactly what he does. Okay, and yeah, turmeric. So now his beard's all yellow. It's weird, okay. but right. no. But he's doing. But he's actually doing really good. All right. So you're we'll still see. dressing him up in ridiculous costumes. Mm. Okay. Obviously. Good. Yeah. Why would we ever stop it. that? I I don't know. Just I because guess the to... kid gets sick doesn't mean he doesn't get to play with his toys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Clean out his closet and give it to Goodwill. Right. Like, that's true. Yeah. Come no. on. No, he still has his outfits. This is why, with your hosts, Heidi Hedquist and Luke Poling. Now, I know we discussed about not talking about the coronavirus on the show. Correct. And being a a safe haven of trigger words and bad news. Yes. But I have found two stories that I feel like we really need to discuss. All right. So, um, first up, uh, Pornhub is is allowing uh, Italians to access their content for free for, uh, I believe it's the entire, yeah, all of March. And they're donating uh, proceeds from raised in March to to help uh, the European nation. So 
you know, there's there is a silver lining to some of this. This is true. Free porn. You know, porn, porn, mm -hmm. porn philanthropy. Exactly. And then I don't know if you saw this in case you were looking for it. Coronavirus themed porn is already out there as well. Of course it is. It's got to be. So, yeah, no, there is a not surprised at all. Yes. Uh, it's a video titled Body Cam Footage Investigates Deserted Wuhan, in case you were wondering wow. if you wanted to look that up. That um, actually sounds wretched. Yeah. And there's TSA agent detains woman suspected of coronavirus, which is another one. So just, I, I guess if this is our final coronavirus convo, yes. I, I feel like our duty is to let listeners know they really need to be careful what links they're clicking on yes this is true because you never so, know what you'll find right and and or what you're looking for either true this is you true. know you could be searching for something to take your mind off um all of this wretchedness and, and right into it mm -hmm. so yeah um but yeah i think going forward we should be a, a safe haven i think so too i think we've discussed it enough yes that said, yes. I don't know if you've seen this. <laughs> what? A fellow uh, Mittner, is that what you would call people in Michigan? Mittner? Well, you were saying the other day that, that I've you never in Michigan. We would it be Mittner or Michiganer? It's What's Michigander. the correct nomenclature? Michigander. Yeah, that's not good. I don't know. It's not good. But Mittner sounds weird, too. Well, it sounds like I mean, something sounds like that Mittner. you'd find on Pornhub. Well, I'm. I was going to Google it, but I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. So your fellow Mittener. Yes. I'm not sure where they are in the Mitten, but um, Shaggy Two Dope apparently is, I don't, is he a doctor? Do you know? Um, I don't know. I know that he used to hang out at Denny's because I used to see him at Denny's. Did he have the full? No, but they were on their tour bus. Mm. Mm -hmm. So what was that like? Pancakes with ICP. <laughs> <laughs> yet another thing you're just like everyone should know this right but it's not as cool as ice cream with david lee roth no it's not but mm -hmm. i remember there's a great essay by jonathan Lethem, the writer who talked about his first international book tour when he was flying to london he was sharing a flight with flavor flav see ya. and he was like this would be such a cool story the problem is he fell asleep, and so the best part of the story he missed, which was Flav readjusting his clock for the different time zones. That's a once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> experience that exactly. we all should experience. I know. It's, it's a shame. Um, it's no, a but shame. Shaggy Tudo, whether or not he is a doctor, maybe it's an honorary doctorate if he has think. one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he has found the cure for coronavirus. Really? Yes. Everybody out here sweating the coronavirus, the coronavirus, sweating the coronavirus. I'm going to teach you a little trick right now. Everybody wants to go buy the toilet paper, the water, put on the little fucking Michael Jackson mask and whatnot. I'll show you how to defeat the coronavirus. Check it out. Good old-fashioned dirt snow. God made dirt. Dirt don't hurt. Take out the rocks, and then it'll build your immune system. Hmm. I mean, I, I feel like we should probably say... Take your word for it. Well, yeah, if you if you choose to take the word of Shaggy Two Dope or even <laughs> Doctor Violent J, right? You are taking your life into your hands, and you really cannot hold us accountable for what happens to you. Right, and who really? I mean, who would 
try it's like trying yellow snow who who would mm. do that uh that'd probably be violent j of the two i'm thinking that's true that makes yeah sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure how he found this, if he's been working with the CDC or this is something he's been testing on his own. Probably on his own because we just had a big thaw. So there's just a few little dirty snow piles here. I mean, it's nice, you know, in, in such a time of crisis as this, when things are being thrown into chaos and you don't know what's going on, it's nice to know that ICP is still getting up every morning and putting on their makeup True. and going out and eating dirt snow. Wash it down with some red pop. Right. Do you think they need to go out and like get their, their, their sodas, the, the Fago and stuff? Or do you think they have like a sort of a wine cave in their house, but just stocked up with. Oh, definitely the latter. You think? For sure. Mm. For sure. It's like, I think, but I don't think it's like a wine cave. I think it's like an Abso pure delivery. How, How do you mean? Oh, like the water delivery, like the big oh, oh, see. water oh, yeah. cooler. Gotcha. The Poland then, Springs, mm-hmm. what it means to yes, be from Maine. Sorry. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yes. How'd you get the idea to do this? Where'd this come from? So Loma Homes all started um, because my husband and I, who do house flipping and rental properties and apartments, um, we're talking with one of our friends, Jeff, who comes from more of like a data geek and like tech background. And he was doing all kinds of analysis on different types of investments. And he was really interested in the Airbnb and vacation rental space. So um, we kind of just started geeking out over the numbers and the options of what we could do and thought this would be a really fun like space to get into that would be different than the normal real estate we've been doing. And we could get super creative with it. So it's a process. At first, it was just like, hey, we should do Airbnbs. Then we started looking at Airbnbs. We're like, we could do super cool, unique Airbnbs and we could theme them out. And we started looking at different cities and it just progressed naturally from the idea that uh, we wanted to merge real estate along with like this data we are seeing of successful, like emerging vacation rentals. How did you pick your theme? How did you pick the Star Wars theme? Yeah. So for the Star Wars house, um, it really came down to that. We knew we wanted to do a house in Orlando and the ones that do the best there are themed out. And we saw that Galaxy's Edge was opening and we obviously had a good appreciation for Star Wars and thought this would be an awesome theme where there's not a lot of other houses that have it, especially since Galaxy's Edge theme park was newly opening. It's just like a lot of raving fans that are excited to go there. And so it was kind of a mixture of a opportunity and timing plus something that would be a really fun thing to work on where we could make spaceships and make super cool, unique features. How long did it take you to do the whole thing? So for including planning and everything, it was probably only about four months. Um, It was about two months of building. And then most of the building was offsite in a warehouse. So we work with a construction company who specializes in like haunted houses and theme parks and whatnot. So they just build really epic stuff and they build it offsite and then they come and install it. So interestingly, during the last month of it, my husband and I and our five-year-old and two-year-old lived at the house during the whole installation process, which was uh, quite an adventure because we were just moving from room to room wherever they weren't working that night. And they were building around us. Meanwhile, our kids are running around crazy, but it really worked out. So we could be there day to like making decisions day to day to make sure it looked exactly how I had designed and how we wanted it. Um, So it was a fun adventure where 
it didn't take that much time, but it was a lot of like planning going into it to, to create the ultimate uh, product in the end. So what's your favorite room? My favorite room is Dagobah, which if you look at the pictures, it's the one that is Yoda's home planet. It's a swap. It's just super cool colors. I love the artists um, like teals and blacks. And in addition to that, you get this cool bed that has a light feature that um, it changes colors behind it. And it lights up like the backboard of this cool, like custom made vine bed. And there's a fog machine underneath the bed to make the room even more swampy and it's just like you lay in there and you feel like you're in Yoda's home planet, which is super cool. Does it smell in there too? or No, not really. And I mean, the fog machine honest, only Dagobah, goes when you... <laughs> Dagobah cannot smell like roses. Let's That's true. I guess we should have done that special effect, but then no one would want to stay in it. True. This is well, then you I could keep it to yourself. Like that could just be your room when you go visit. That's yeah. how I would mark my territory right there. This <laughs> is <laughs> all part of the plan. So my five-year-old's favorite was probably Mustafar. And that's just because he's obsessed with Darth Vader. And in that room, we have this really cool light feature where um, it's built inside of Darth Vader's castle. So it like glows and changes colors. Kind of looks like there's a fire going on. And it has bunk beds, which are really fun to climb. So for a kid, that's awesome. Um, And my two-year-old's favorite room would be Hoth, which is sleeping in this ice cave. And it has also a really neat light feature where you've, at nighttime, when you turn it on, it's almost like you're underwater and it's glistening. And um, it's just, once again, a very like immersive experience when you're laying in there and you feel like you're out of this world, which is really cool. Now, have guests started staying there yet? Yes. So it was open to the public in November. So they, we've got guests for a few months and so far, so so good. People have really liked it. This must have been fun putting together, sitting around going, all right, yeah. well, if we're going to make it look like Cloud City. What do we need to do to yeah. do that? That must totally. have been great. It was really fun. And honestly, the process started by me just talking to all the biggest Star Wars fans I knew. Um, So I said, hey, if you could sleep anywhere in the Star Wars series, where would it be? And I took notes and kind of just took all those compiled together of like, these would be the best places. And then I kind of brainstormed, okay, what would you do to make each of these locations cool? How could we blend them together? And that's how I came up with the idea of um, like upstairs, you're inside the Millennium Falcon. And then each room has that on the door, a planet, and it looks like you're exiting a spaceship into that planet. And that was like essential to the design. because it wants, we want it to feel like it's an experience where you're going through a journey. You're not just like opening up random rooms that don't really like flow together. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was really fun to just put together and get creative. Okay, we know we want this planet. What cool special effects could we do? And that's where the contractor came in because they specialize in these like haunted house experiences where they could say, hey, we have these really cool light fixtures or why don't we throw a fog machine in there? So um, it, was a, it was a really cool partnership. Why is there no cantina? <laughs> that was part of our debate. We, <laughs> we thought about doing a cantina in the kitchen and honestly, it came down to budget, unfortunately. As much as I hate to say that, it would have been a total remodel of the layout in the kitchen. And at some point, we got tapped out of funds. So the kitchen then just became ultra modern, kind of working with what we had instead of starting from scratch. Is there at least bantha milk in the fridge? 
No, but that would be an awesome add-on. I just don't know if we'd get in trouble with the health department. (laughs) That's true. Now, how close are you to like Galaxy's Edge or if somebody wants to run out to Toshi Station to pick up power converters? We are only 15 minutes from Disney World and Galaxy's Edge. So it's pretty convenient. Obviously, it's not walking distance, but that's about as close as you can get with a vacation rental. When people book the house, do they know that they are booking a Star Wars house? Or have you had businessmen show up and be like, "What? what's going on here? Uh, I think it's pretty obvious because <laughs> it's blatant across the pictures. Um, and that being said, interestingly, we've had business and medical groups purposely book it. Like they'll have a conference. We have a dental group and a veterinarian group that purposely book it because it's a fun experience that they're providing for their employees. Um, so they might be there for a conference, but they are adding a little bit of fun. Which is yeah, cool. Hygienists get crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. The attention to detail is amazing for people who haven't seen the pictures yet. I mean, even the floaties in the pool of the Millennium Falcon and the Death Star and the toaster. It's just every detail is to the max. It's unreal. Thank you. I'm a little bit OCD, so I, I appreciate that. We worked really hard to make it really specific and somewhat accurate to the movies as well. Like you'll find that there's Easter eggs hidden throughout um, where there's actually a little game where it gives you hints and you have to find them hidden in the paintings of different like little people or hints of the movie throughout all the different murals. That's really fun. Can, can you give us yeah, a it, it is pretty exciting. <laughs> no, you have to stay there. <laughs> Is, is Sebulba somewhere? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't know which one that, who uh, or what that is. Probably not. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. So I doubt it. No. Okay. Is there a Jawa? Are there Jawas uh, anywhere? Well, there is a catch where like, you have to be careful in what you put because of licensing. That was that We have to do mm. things that are broad enough and don't actually have words on the wall and stuff like that. So um, it's generic while still hinting very closely to the movies. So, That's hey, I guess that means no Jawas, but yeah. probably they're just being marketed as very small pagans. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if you had bathrobes that were like the dark rust color with the hood? Ooh. Oh, that, would, that, that would be door. awesome. That would be really cool. I'll have to look for some of those. We're way into robes. You'll find yeah. out on this podcast. <laughs> well, it's very strange, but yeah, that would be very cool. So well, what, if you find one, send me the link. I will. Yeah. I will for sure, without a doubt. <laughs> so what is next on the horizon? What other locations do you have planned? What else are you working on? What else is completed? Yeah, so the two that we're actively working on now is actually a Harry Potter house that is a minute walk away from this house. So oh it's in the same neighborhood, just a block away. Um, we've gotten quite a few requests for even larger parties where they want to split um, between two houses because they don't all fit. Even though this one is a nine bedroom, it can sleep up to like 26 people. Um, there's even larger groups. So now we're going to create another ultra themed one. That's Harry Potter, where you're actually going to be sleeping in different scenes of the movie. You can, When you walk in, there'll be a sorting hat. So you get sorted to what house you're in. Um, they'll have a dining hall themed with that and uh, different like light effects and special features, just like in Star Wars. Uh, so I'm super excited. That one is going to be awesome. And then the other one we're working on, which is not an extreme Airbnb, but just going to be a high quality, like beautiful one, is where we're doing a, a beach house in Destin. So nice. it's it's going to just, we're renovating and flipping it, but it'll be like a beachy theme. So no spaceships or like closets under the stairs, unfortunately. Well, that's Does okay. that sort of feel 
like you're slumming it now? (laughs) (laughs) No, because I think there's also just such a space for creating um, that beautiful experience that you're wanting at the beach. And that's what we're all about at Loma Homes is not just staying at a place, but creating an experience for our guests. So when you're going to Disney, your experience is you're going to theme parks, you want to take that home and still like be a kid the whole time. Versus if you're going to Destin, you want to just a super high quality, nice place to stay. So I feel like it's still in the same vein where we're trying to create these experiences of high quality Airbnbs and vacation rentals. Um, and it just depends what market you're in. So for example, if we go to Nashville, it would be a cool like country bachelor pad or whatnot. So even though these extreme ones in Orlando are really tripped out, that doesn't necessarily work in every market. Makes sense. How do, have you heard from any Trekkies? We have not. Luckily there's not (laughs) been any riots yet, but maybe we'll have to do one of those. (laughs) Yeah. I just can't see it going over well. Yeah, we are looking at doing a Jurassic Park themed one, and then we'll do some more Disney ones where like the princesses or more of the classics. Those are on the horizon as well. Be great if like a little velociraptor just jumped on your bed and (laughs) terrified the children. That would be. I was going to say, if there's anything I don't want to relive, I would think it would be that. But uh, people are funny. (laughs) People are funny. Yeah. And you guys have been written up everywhere i'm seeing from everywhere. travel and leisure to this is why i'm broke.com um, <laughs> you're really all over the place here yeah we've uh, gotten some really awesome publicity and uh, we've been fortunate in that case and really our goal is to create a product that's worth talking about so it's been successful so far that's amazing I don't believe that they want to put those beds in their kids' rooms. That's totally for the adults. They want them in their room. That's probably the truth. I'll have to go back and check up on their houses and Uh see how it really turns out. I also feel the sorting hat is the most brilliant way to pick rooms when you've got multiple people staying in a house. The question is, how how true will people stay to it? I know. Or will still be fights? What if you've already been sorted? That's true, as you have, Luke. I'm just saying, go Hufflepuff. So what are you sorted in? What's your house? Hufflepuff. (laughs) That's a good one. I'm definitely Ravenclaw. Oh, wow. Okay. It's going to be like that, is it? Um, (laughs) Wow, this is going to get ugly. Um, I know. It's going so well. (laughs) That's why I don't even play the game. (laughs) I, I know I'd end up in Slytherin, though. Oh, that's completely. Well, Slytherin is going to be an awesome room to stay in. We're going to have, like glowing green globes and a whole like insignia with a snake on the wall that's 3d and sticks out so that would not no. be a bad one to be sorted in in that's this case awesome. now i'm gonna vehemently disagree but oh, i've got so, some issues yeah. i've got snake issues um <laughs> yeah wow uh, uh, anything else heidi oh go ahead no, I. This uh, is the real reason we edit because we cut each other. Right, off. exactly. What else would you like people to know about your properties, about what to be looking for? Um, really, just keep a lookout on our social media pages. We have an Instagram called Loma Homes, and then we also have Facebook, which is Loma Homes or Loma Vacation Rentals. And we're always posting behind the scenes and you can help us actually make decisions as we're designing. Like if I'm on site and trying to figure out which theme we should do in a room or which countertop we should pick. I'm also often putting up surveys in the stories or 
or on Facebook page for people to give their thoughts and feedback. So if you want to be a part of the process while we're designing this and while we're picking new locations, we'd love to have you join us on those social media platforms. You can also go to loma-homes.com to book or to check out what we've got going on right now. How far in advance should people book? Since it's relatively new, it's not booked out too far. It's just hit or miss. The weekends tend to book out a couple months in advance. Uh, but if you're staying weekdays, you can do it relatively short notice. Um, but, but we do have bookings all the way to February of next year. We open up our calendar for a year. So um, if you have set dates you want to go, you better book them now because we've got bookings literally every month. Um, and it just depends on if you have specific dates or not. Wow. Is Christmas available? I'm not sure, yeah. but Thanksgiving oh. is not. Thanksgiving is, well, of course, who doesn't want to <laughs> give thanks? I, and, yeah, I can't remember if Christmas yeah. is. Yeah. For you, we right. could probably make it happen. Go check I it out. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to follow Why the Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and check out our YouTube channel for some additional great Why content. If you're so inclined, please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Today's show was produced by myself and Heidi Hedquist. Our reluctant executive producers are John Sove and Sandy Stone. Our graphic designer is Samantha Mustonen. Our intern is Randy Jeanette. The theme song was performed by the Electrosynthno Magnetic Polyphonic Orchestra. This one's for Philippe. Thanks for joining us. Flash, we're coming home. Nigel, is that you? Are you here, Nigel?